0: Talk Description to Me with Christine Malick and J.J. Hunt.
1: Hi, I'm Christine
0: Malick. And I'm J.J. Hunt. This is Talk Description to Me where the visuals of current events and the world around us get hashed out in description-rich conversations.
1: Today we thought we'd talk about something a little lighter for a a change of tone and change of pace, and a lot of media outlets are coming out with content to help people cope with the, the... Malaise of of the pandemic, and so we're going to talk a little bit about trailers for DC comic movies. JJ, what have you yes.
0: got? Yes. So, so while Marvel comics tend to be bright and fun, the DC universe tends to be kind of dark and brooding, and so a lot of the uh, material that they've been releasing this is material about Batman, uh, Justice League, Black Adam, Suicide Squad. Um, They've been releasing these trailers, and it is a little bit darker. So let's talk about some of the trailers that they released, some of the content that they released. Um, So one, uh, one character that has never been on screen before is a character called Black Adam. And Black Adam is a villain. He's a... He's an, I mean, he's kind of being turned into an anti-hero, but really he started out as a villain in like the Shazam comics. Like this is going back a bit in the DC universe. And Black Adam is a big, thick-bodied muscle man. Um, In the comics, he's uh, wearing a tight black costume with gold boots, gold forearm bands, and a gold belt. And uh, he's got a gold lightning bolt on his very broad chest. And they recently at Fandome released a concept art teaser trailer. So this is not a trailer that has any actual filmed footage in it. It's just art that was um, uh, kind of animated just a little bit uh, to turn it into a teaser trailer that was then voiced by the hero, by the, the their lead, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who is playing Black Adam. <laughs> and I mean, it's, he's the perfect. Perfect <laughs> actor for this role because The Rock is massive. A former football <laughs> is that what it says on his birthday? Yeah, I think so. Dwayne, Dwayne the, Rock. the Rock Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> The Rock. Okay. It comes from his years as a professional wrestler. That was what he wrestled under, oh, and now as a movie okay. star, he goes by Dwayne Johnson. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Six foot five, two hundred and sixty pounds. He's a formal former football player, both in the CFL and the NFL. Uh he's a massive man, big and muscly and bald. He has a huge chest, great big arms, but he's also got a a a massive smile and very expressive eyebrows. From he takes this from his wrestling days where he would, you know, cock an eyebrow and you know, so he does a lot of <laughs> eyebrow acting. Um And yeah, like I said, the trailer doesn't show any actual footage, but they show, uh, uh, you know, illustrations of the rock in this costume, this black costume with the gold boots and the it's it's really outrageous and then he does this this voiceover for the for the commercial for for the trailer and it's kind of threatening you know really gets really close to the mic and it's you know the i will not be held in check any longer it's really it's really quite it's quite wonderful So then there's the Justice League. Now, Justice League was a 2017 film uh, directed by Jack Snyder. And this is the Justice League uh, cinematic heroes are Cyborg, The Flash, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Um, And Zack Snyder was directing the film, but he had to step down for personal reasons after principal photography was completed. And the film then was finished by Joss Whedon. And the tone and the direction of the film were changed by Whedon. And it was a critical failure, uh, a commercial failure. And fans have been really angry about this. Because, you know, comic book fans get very excited and emotional about their, you know, their favorite superheroes. And it was a real letdown. And ever since, people have been demanding that Jack Snyder come back on board and recut his original photography and re-release a new version that Jack Snyder cut, pardon me, the Zack Snyder cut people have been demanding this and so they have now announced that a recut version of the movie which has no reshoots just the original material that is then uh, digitally altered and uh, for tone will be aired on HBO as a four-part miniseries starting in 2021 and so they released a trailer for this at Fandome. and it is it is, this is a very different comic book movie trailer so, the soundtrack is Leonard Cohen singing Hallelujah. <laughs> You're I, kidding it me. is as, as dark and brooding as you can get for a superhero. <laughs> Leonard Cohen singing, I mean, what? yeah, I know. Everyone in the trailer looks sad or depressed or enraged, and everything's in slow motion, right? Including the CGI Whoa. images of like snarling enemies with axes and you know and the whole trailer is like dark and stormy skies and there are floods and fires and flashes of lightning and of course these work with their characters right the floods with Aquaman and the lightning flashes are part of the flash running around and it's very like you know apocalyptic and the the characters they hold and they hug one another in moments of sadness and they there's like tortured screams from these characters again all with Leonard Cohen singing hallelujah and all of these clips oh, are interspersed <laughs> with like cgi fight scenes of the heroes battling with unearthly villains and I mean, it's really intense. It is very dark. And if what they, I mean, clearly what they want to do is they want to show you that Zack Snyder's cut is the dark film that everyone was hoping it was going to be. So that's what this version of Justice League is going to look like. Now, speaking of dark, Batman. So we've got a new trailer, the first trailer of the new Batman. So this is Robert Pattinson, uh, who is uh, from like Twilight Fame. and again, it this trailer is like a dark, violent film noir world. And Pattinson's a he's a thin, pale, intense young man and uh, and, and just the casting of, of of this young man tells you where they're gonna take the character, right? So the trailer starts with the sound of duct tape being pulled off the roll, right? It's really ominous (laughs) duct tape ripping off the roll. And then you get a shot of what appears to be a kidnapping or a murder in progress and a man's face is covered, like completely covered in duct tape, all, wrapped all the way around his head. And the words, no more lies, are scrawled across the duct tape face in like red. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's intense stuff. It's really dark. And then you...
1: Hold on, we started this by saying we we're going to lighten our mood bit here, but I don't think it's quite working out. No, maybe not. <laughs> Wait, we should
0: have picked something a little jollier.
1: Scooby-Doo, <laughs> yeah. wasn't Scooby-Doo in the oh, Justice Yeah, League? yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> Raggy? Just kidding. Batman? Sorry. <laughs>
1: Sorry. No, no. very serious. Oh, yes. Back yeah, to the, back to the Oh, of
0: course. Yes, we have to. Serious. So then Batman comes into the scene. And Batman's wearing... Black combat boots and he's got like this gunmetal black body armor and it's scratched ups right so like the armor's not like pristine comic book uh costuming this it looks like armor that has seen some use like got, got like these hockey type shoulder pads and uh, and a, the chest piece has that's where Batman always has his logo the kind of the you know the outline of a bat logo but in this version of Batman the logo appears to be detachable like it looks like perhaps it's going to be two blades with handles and the blades are forming the the wings of the bat yeah so this is like this is a street level batman this is a batman that (laughs) fights in the street which they then show this vicious vicious oh my just the audio from the fight scene the one fight scene they show in the trailer it's so vicious and yeah, so oh. and then they, they give you, you got a couple like a very quick clips of like the bat cave. So you just get glimpses of these things, right? Trailers are notorious for just giving glimpses. Why they're so difficult to describe because there's there's never mm-hmm. any time. There's almost always a voiceover. So, it, you know, you never get a proper opportunity to describe some of these things. So I'm glad we get at least this. Um, yeah. Nice. So the bat cave, you, you get these like uh, it appears to be like a maybe an abandoned hall or maybe a concourse maybe it was from like an old train station or something but it's been abandoned and repurposed and it's grimy and it's lit with only like there are a few pools of really harsh industrial light and so you only get glimpses in the shadows of these grimy walls and what uh, you know a once grand perhaps marble staircase that looks like the bat cave and then of course you gotta have The Batmobile. Everyone loves the Batmobile. This version of the Batmobile, again, you only see kind of a couple quick clips and it's kind of shadowy and unclear. But this version of the Batmobile is a muscle car and it's got an open back. So muscle cars tend to be back heavy, big tires, and they, they have a really, you know, imposing look to them. Like they really look like they're like they're blades kind of cutting down into the ground with these great big, powerful rears. And this muscle car has an exposed jet engine in the back <laughs> And so it shoots a tail of flickering blue jet flames as it takes off. Oh, my God. Yeah, intense. It's going to be intense. So this is what DC is presenting us with. And fans are going crazy about this stuff because they've been without, without content. They've been without news of their favorite heroes, their favorite properties. And so now we've got a whole bunch of them. And yeah fans are going crazy. So as dark as this universe might be, it's at least comic book dark, which is uh, you know, better than the real life dark that a lot of us are living with these days.
1: About a month into the pandemic, I happened to be in a drugstore and there was a radio on and uh the ads on the radio included COVID and there was stuff about are you working from home and and I was impressed at how quickly uh, the ad agencies had had flipped things around, and then I thought, well, audio ads—you know—that's that's a little less complex. But um, JJ, I I guess you've been saying that that visual advertising has been catching up uh, with this as well. So, what are you seeing in visual advertising that's reflecting uh, the new reality of the last six months or so with respect to the pandemic? Yeah,
0: it's been really interesting to see how how you know how major corporations brands advertising agencies deal with the pandemic and and our new realities and there's been a bit of a there's been a bit of a curve for the way uh, these brands have dealt with it and the way they've been presenting themselves so you know early days back in back in march so these are early days for the pandemic in in uh europe and uh, north america um so some of the major brands decided to adjust their logos in what they thought was in solidarity with the idea of social distancing. So McDonald's, I think it was McDonald's Brazil that did this, and Audi and Volkswagen, those are just three examples of companies that took their regular logos and created social distance logos so what mcdonald's did they've got the golden arches so these are you know uh a a golden m against a red background and what they did was they took those two bumps of the m and separated them so it's like you know one upside down u and then beside it another separate upside down u social (laughs) distance and audi has a logo that is um four uh four circles usually white or silver against a black background and they they're linked and so of course what Audi did was it separated its four rings and you know added taglines like keep distance or something huh. and uh Volkswagen they their logo is a circle and inside the circle is a is a, a little v over a w so if you imagine the point in the middle of a w so it's you know uh, mm-hmm. Big line down, little line up, little line down, big line up. There's that mm-hmm. bump in the middle. And then they, they sit a V on top of the bump of the uh, W. They separated those. So they just kind of lifted the V over the W. Again, social distancing. Huh. huh. And, you know... That was n- nice, I suppose. Some solidarity with social distancing, but a l- it wasn't particularly well-received. I think that's fair to say. Huh. Uh, I think there was a, a, some some people felt like, listen, the world's going to pot and you're mucking around with graphic design. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. So then we got into the, the, the to the kind of ads that you're talking about. Like you hear some of this on the radio because yeah, you're absolutely right. I think like folks in radio, they're able to, to move... To, and shift a little more quickly than you know t v ads and whatnot it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a easier medium to to move around in um but then you started to get these what i what I think of as like the thank yous and the information ads so uh, a lot of ads thanking frontline workers. Right. This was a hu- there's a wave of these. Tim Hortons did some in Canada. Bank of Montreal did some. Uh, lo- I mean, most companies did some version of an ad that was thanking frontline workers. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there were the ads about drive-throughs being open and we're still open for business. And here's how we're keeping you safe. Right. So they took a lot of existing footage, recut it into um like montages maybe put in some stock footage of uh uh, frontline workers or their workers and they were just giving you information and thanking people for keeping us all safe right Mm -hmm. and then that started to shift a little bit when they had a moment and they were finally able to start filming new content then we started getting ads that were about life with covid right um Dove they've got a an advertising campaign called Real Beauty. This is Dove soap and you know and beauty products. And they've got this campaign called Real Beauty uh, that shows off the beauty of quote unquote real people. This is the concept of the whole campaign. It's been going on for years. In I believe it was in April, they put out a spot that was called uh Dove Courage or some people call it the Courage is Beautiful spot. Um, and this was aired, I think, on TV, but definitely online. Um, and there's no dialogue, uh, just a piano soundtrack. And there it's one after the other, these natural photos of healthcare workers. So they look like snapshots, I'm sure they're not, I'm sure they're professional, uh, you know, uh, photographs, but these are very raw portraits of healthcare workers, and they're. You know, a lot of them have hung heads. Some of them are looking directly at us in in you know close up. Um, but all of them, all of these healthcare workers, these men and women, they all look exhausted, and they have Ooh. messy hair and wrinkled scrubs. So these are like the blue or the gray-blue hospital clothes, right? Or maybe mm-hmm. they're wearing like white lab coats or surgical caps, and they all have deep lines kind of pressed into their cheeks and rashes and red oh. irritated skin around their noses and mouths
1: oh this gosh. is from
0: wearing tight surgical masks and the protective equipment that they had to you know wear during the pandemic yeah. right yeah and then yeah. at the end of the mess at the end of the ad there's a very simple message courage is beautiful and that's printed across the screen with the little of logo oh very very wow. effective and then there were uh, like lots of different companies that did um ads that were a little bit lighter like kind of poking fun of the idea that you know we're we're all at home you know we are just playing with this notion that we're all trying to survive while we're at home and separated from each other so heineken did an ad uh i think they called it connections and so this is like people in their 20s Uh, You know, the young and the beautiful, uh, always on their own in their houses or apartments. And all of these people, one after the other, is suffering through some kind of mishap or minor indignity while trying to share a beer with friends or family on, on a video call. Right? Huh. So you've got people carrying their laptop around the house to try and get a better Wi-Fi signal or propping up their phones so that they can, you know, get a video call and then the phone falls over or like they've got their laptop set up. Uh, And they're doing a, you know, a video call and you can only see the corner of their face, which is a, you know, a real thing that, you know, people laugh about or the cat walks across the keyboard. (laughs) So it's like this kind of thing. But there's always like they're always holding that Heineken or they're, you know, trying to share a beer with their friends. So then that was kind of that. But Mm -hmm. recently that what I've noticed recently and I'm, you know, maybe in the last month or so, we're starting to see ads that aren't about COVID. But COVID is in there because it's part of our new reality. This is just Mm -hmm. the way life is right now. Mm -hmm. And the first, the first ad I noticed this in was a Subway ad, I think I tweeted about this. So this is like Subway restaurants, you know, fast food sandwich maker. And The ad that I saw online starts with a a subway worker wearing a COVID mask. And it's a close-up of their face. So you can just see a little bit of the mask, but it's really a close-up of their eyes. And they've got great big smiling eyes, right? Very smiley eyes. And the rest of their face is covered with the, like, surgical-style COVID mask. And then they wash their hands. And we've got this, like, close-up shot of this luxurious, sudsy water, the hands being washed. And, and it's amazing to me because this kind of slow motion, like luxuriating the sudsy, this is the kind of effect, this slow motion effect that fast food restaurants usually use to create enticing, appetizing footage of food. Oh. But they've taken this idea and there's a great if you're a 99% invisible uh, listener, uh, you've probably heard the episode about this, this extreme slow motion in fast food advertising that they use to like liven up food assembly. So they create these mouth watering shots of like condensation dripping down the edge of an icy glass of Coke or a glistening burger patty that's being flipped in the air and lands on a <laughs> golden toasted bun. <laughs> and so they use in this Subway commercial, they use the exact same techniques to show someone washing their hands, which I thought was really fascinating that that's what they're that's what they want to. That's how they're going to get us now. That's how they're, they're going to selling
1: the cleanliness. Exactly. They're selling their their hygiene. Yeah. That's fascinating. fascinating.
0: I saw another yeah. uh, ad that was similar for um, Burger King. Um, And they've got some like uh, two for five dollar campaign or something like that. And they've got kind of a couple of different ads in this campaign where they have food, uh, pardon me, web based uh, food reviewers uh, using and, you know, trying their food for this two for five dollar campaign. And in one of the ads, they're inside uh, Burger King restaurants and they get like they get to make burgers with the staff. Right. And. They're making burgers with staff who are not only wearing masks, but they're wearing gloves, like either like the, the, the cheap plastic uh, uh, disposable gloves or clear latex gloves to make their burgers. And never, ever would you have seen this before COVID. Like even if restaurants did this, they never wanted you to see hands in gloves because it just like in the old visual language, that would tell us that this is factory food. This is assembly <gasps> line food. You don't want that. You want to see like oh. real hands making your food. This is like, yeah. you know, but now the visual cue is, oh, no, no, we're keeping your food safe. So <gasps> we want to show you these gloved hands making your really Ooh. interesting shift. Really oh interesting. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I saw another ad. Um, uh, This was a McDonald's ad again. Like a lot of fast food ads because they they come out quick. They're constantly changing. Mm, And mm -hmm. because they need you into their restaurants, buying their stuff constantly. That's the Mm -hmm. only way these things work. So a lot of these are fast food ads. And so there was a McDonald's commercial I saw just a couple of days ago. I think it was actually released in mid-August. And... It's two men sitting at a picnic table with their takeout food. It's for a digital rewards program. So one guy mm-hmm. shows the other guy his phone. Look, I got new digital rewards on my phone. Whatever. That's the ad. Mm-hmm. super simple. Mm-hmm. But as I was watching, I thought, "This. what is it about this? What am I? Uh, th- th- something was clicking. And I mm-hmm. realized not only are these two men sitting, first of all, outside picnic table, right? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. in restaurant. Yes. They're sitting on opposite sides of the picnic table, which is to be expected, but they're also sitting at opposite ends of the table.
1: They're, oh, yeah. They're
0: sitting as far apart as they can possibly be at one table. And one right. guy shows the phone, like he shows his phone to his friend, but they don't touch. They don't get close. He doesn't pass them the phone. It's socially distant,
1: right? It's And it's so normal. It's becoming normalized. So it's not even the focus.
0: It's not the focus at all. All, But they want to, this is something I've been talking with some sighted friends about, right? Like, when several people have mentioned this to me, and I kind of feel the same way. If you're watching a TV show or a movie, and you see people breaking what are the current social distancing rules, there's like a moment of... Like there's a little moment I've of heard tension. This, yeah, you've heard I've this.
1: I've heard this as well. Yeah. Actually, even from blind friends, funnily enough. Oh, really? They'll talk about, yeah, they'll talk about like crowd scenes or people diving in for a hug. And that moment, that, that moment where
0: you catch your breath, and go, oh, oh, it's just fiction. And it was recorded, you know, a year ago or exactly, something. Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm, I imagine that, you know, companies that are trying to sell you something, they don't want you to have that moment of anxiety they don't want you to have that when thinking about their product. So right. they need to create images that are going to keep that separate, right? Instead, they want you to have a feeling of warmth about their product. So they have to have these ads. And safety. Ads. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Safety. It's, it's really interesting.
1: We love making this podcast if you love hearing it, perhaps you'll consider supporting its creation and development by becoming a patron. We've set up a Patreon page to help cover the costs of putting the show together. You can contribute as a listener or as a sponsor to help ensure that accessible and entertaining journalism continues to reach our community. Visit patreon.com slash talk description to me. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash talk description to me have feedback or suggestions of what you'd like to hear about here's how to get in touch with us our email address is talk description to me at gmail.com our facebook page is called talk description to me our website is talk description to me.com and you can follow us on twitter at talk description